Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fintech Ki Baat. Today we have Kulin with us. Kulin is the founder of Onsurity, one of the leading uh, SME insurance startups in India. Hey Kulin, thank you so much for joining us on Fintech Ki Baat and giving us the opportunity to learn from you. Uh, quickly, uh, we would like you to you know introduce Onsurity a bit more in detail and just a bit more about yourself as well. How did you get got onto building it? Sure. Uh, so thanks, Shreya Santosh for having me over at Fintech Ki Baat. Um, I've been following you guys for some time and love what you guys are doing. Um, yeah. So a quick, quick background about me. Uh, uh, first of all, Onsurity is a, a healthcare platform, not just an insurance platform. And I'll tell you why we call ourselves a healthcare platform soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a quick introduction. I've spent the last fourteen years in the startup ecosystem, been a VC, been an entrepreneur. Uh, Worked with a few uh, high-growth uh, startups where I led partnerships and PNL responsibilities, and wow. yeah, now building uh, Onsurity. Uh, Onsurity is basically uh, uh, employee health benefits platform, and mm-hmm. uh, and is trying to kind of you know redefine how we should look at health benefits, right? Uh, for long, obviously, you know, people have been providing group health insurance, but that has only been the privilege of Uh, you know large corporates and enterprises but when it comes to smes uh, you know there was really no product that was available and this is basically uh, so we are talking about 63 million organizations which is you know hiring 330 million people in india right and wow. uh, and when they don't have any kind of benefits to give especially on the health side right that is a problem worth solving for uh because Definitely. you know this is this is the this is the you know this is the backbone of india which is contributing to almost 30% of our gdp and i think mm-hmm. that's where it all started from uh my my other co-founder uh, yogesh uh he has been in the sme business and has also run his own consulting firm and for him it was has it was a challenge for him to kind of you know bring uh you know any kind of benefits to his employees uh mm-hmm. and that's when i think you know uh, started thinking about saying that hey what do we do uh for these kind of small organizations who are ready to even pay for it right so uh you know all with all the time we start thinking about sme saying that hey, uh, they will not pay for it right but smes you know are looking for products which are built for them right, right. Uh, they are looking for products which are contextual to their setting mm-hmm. and believe me in india enterprises and smes are very very different uh organizations uh one cannot say that you know uh, building for an enterprise and then removing a few features makes it an smb product right uh and that's exactly uh, you know was the inspiration for us uh to kind of start on charity and say that hey you know uh, let's build for the smbs and let's build from bottoms up right saying that let's understand their requirements and and hence we when we started kind of speaking to close to about 100 150 smes right we realized that uh, you know the need of the hour was not just health insurance but a lot of things um, you know which was inclusive of healthcare wellness and those kind of benefits right and hence uh, you know that's been uh, you know uh, the starting point for onsurity and yes we are uh, you know one of india's first and i think uh, you know uh, the youngest uh, ones to kind of provide a monthly subscription based a uh, healthcare program to smes to meet their needs uh, yeah yeah 
So, Kulin, uh, of what I understand, I think uh, prior to this, you were working with Aqua, right? And uh, so I just want to understand a bit more on your journey since you rightly mentioned that uh, providing the insurance to the SMBs is, is something that you faced a challenge with, right? So, uh, maybe a little more depth into how did uh, you, what motivated you to kind of uh, leave Aqua, who's majorly on the B2C side, and come on the B2B side to accept the challenge in first place? And, you know, how did you even uh, meet your co founder in uh, the first few phases of your startup? What did they look like? How, how did you overcome the challenges? Sure. So, so at Echo, uh, you know, I was solving a very different uh, problem statement. Uh, you know, we were looking at more of, you know, providing solutions to large enterprises, right? And uh, they were more of B two B two C solutions, uh, but always, uh, you know, looking at large enterprises and large uh, volume games. For example, uh, you know, providing uh, ride insurance to Ola passengers or you know, embedding uh, insurance in uh, uh, every room night that was booked at OYO, right? Uh, and, you know, obviously, uh, those are high volume, uh, uh, you know, high volume kind of products. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, whenever uh, there was a smaller opportunity, right, it basically never fitted um, any uh, insurance company's uh, strategy because it's very difficult to build solutions for, uh, you know, small uh, enterprises or small uh, SMEs, right? And um, and I think um, when I was kind of leaving Echo, uh, and obviously I met Yogesh at Echo because he was my counterpart uh, at Echo, where he was kind of you know building the insurance products as an actuary. Uh, so uh, you know Yogesh was a consultant, and he left uh, Echo and was kind of you know dabbling into uh, you know what can we be what can be built, which is completely uh, greenfield which no one has looked at. And I think that's the time when he started thinking about uh, you know, building something for the SMEs. Uh, for me, uh, what inspired me to kind of, you know, join Yogesh on this journey, and I say that it's completely, uh, and we kind of joke about this, is that I'm the accidental co-founder for him because I had left uh, Echo to kind of, you know, uh, go ahead and see if I wanted to take a sabbatical, which I've done in the past. And that's mm-hmm. the time when COVID, uh, COVID happened. And uh, Yogesh said, listen, you know what, I'm building something on the healthcare side. And I was like, but I don't want to build for enterprises anymore. I've done, I'm done and dusted with that. He said, that's exactly what I'm planning to do is that I want to build for SMEs because no one has really built for SMEs in India, right? Because uh, the sheer lack of technology, the sheer lack of uh, ability to kind of, you know, uh, service smaller companies, right, has, has not been existing. Uh, around the same time, obviously, people have were solving for lending, people have been solving for payments. But no one was solving for the health and health benefits. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, that's something that got me excited saying that, yes, you know, there are very different ways of solving this problem, especially when you can uh, build the right technology and the right product for them. And I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's been, uh, you know, that's something that excited me. And obviously with Yogesh's, uh, you know, uh, uh, close to about 12 plus years of experience in the insurance space, and his understanding of uh, insurance and uh, and our ability to together kind of you know build on the healthcare side is something that really excited us to you know start uh, you know India's first ever SME focused uh, you know health benefits uh, subscription platform. 
just to follow follow up question on that, uh, you you mentioned yourself as health benefit platform and not insurance platform. Uh, so ca- can you just give me a little more view about what exactly do you mean when you say health benefits and not just insurance? Uh, maybe something about your product or how do you operate in general? Sure. So <clears throat> so so health insurance is a financial product, right? It has nothing to do with uh, you know health care per se right because um, health insurance is used at a time when you are being admitted to a, uh, a hospital and you have a surgery or any kind of an you know uh, uh, procedure right uh, so a lot of times uh, companies kind of mistaken and say yes we provide health benefits we are providing health insurance right health insurance is a financial product and uh, that's the that's how we are trying to kind of you know say that we need to rethink about when we say health benefits what are we really offering right and hence that's been uh, you know and that's that's how we kind of thought about a comprehensive uh, solution when it came to health benefits so right from uh, you know providing uh, you know teleconsultations and because we were a covid baby right we knew that teleconsultations is something uh, that is going to be uh, you know very very uh, useful and the need of the hour so that people don't have to step outside right so teleconsultations uh, discounted medicines uh, creating opd products right which are completely out of the gamut of insurance right creating products uh, uh, you know which are more contextual to wellness fitness nutrition and then obviously you know combining it with you know uh, group health insurance and personal accident and term life right created a kind of a comprehensive offering which uh, we felt will you know obviously provide not only just financial protection but at the same time right providing a holistic approach and you know people can start utilizing this uh, product on a day to day basis see uh, 65% of our uh, medical expenses in india uh, are out of pocket expenses right uh, so uh, just imagine the amount of uh, you know money that we spend which is obviously not uh you know not obviously in the gamut of insurance and this is exactly where we wanted to play a role and say hey how can we kind of provide the right solution to reduce this out of pocket expenses of our customers right and that's how we kind of started thinking of a holistic healthcare solution rather than just a standalone group health insurance solution understood that's very interesting so when you started building uh, let's say maturity during covid right i think you guys started up uh, in the late 2019 on the start of 2020 so what were some of the major challenges that you faced in your entrepreneurship journey like what were some of the major hurdles that you faced since you were starting off during a very uh, dicey time right i mean it was a very uh, chaotic uh, time when you started off right <clears throat> i think uh, you know uh, the covid time was uh, you know had its own uh pluses and challenges right uh, obviously at the time of uh, covid everyone started talking about you know health and everyone started talking about being the importance of wellness importance of fitness importance of building immunity right at the same time the businesses smes were kind of you know seeing a lot of uh, you know attrition a lot of businesses were shutting down and i think we all have heard these stories either in our families or in our friends uh you know friend circle right where people are saying listen danda nahi chal right and uh, people are kind of looking at shutting things down at the same time uh you know when covid lockdown was getting over uh, people were looking at getting the people back into the offices or people getting back to people to businesses 
I think around this time, um, you know, the challenge was in terms of one that we were a completely new brand, right, and a completely new mm. concept. So, uh, you know, making people aware about something like this, right, uh, was obviously because people have not seen a monthly subscription program, right. So, obviously, creating that awareness and creating that uh, outreach was one thing that uh, you know initially we saw as a, uh, I wouldn't say a challenge, but it took some time, right. but uh, mm-hmm. what we quickly realized is that uh, our word of mouth was very high right because once a small business took this and they said oh wow i don't need to pay upfront for a full year i only need to pay on a monthly basis right the word of mouth was very interesting for us because they kept started referring businesses saying that are ha you know please talk to this person this is a friend who's doing this this is a business associate who's running a team of you know five people someone is referring a team of 10 people right mm-hmm. and these are kind of you know that 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 was the plus point for us that our our word of mouth became very strong uh so uh, i think uh, that kind of helped us during the covid time and obviously our monthly subscription uh, program helped us to kind of create a lot of adoption because people were not now uh, forced to pay up uh, for annual uh, you know what they call as annual premiums right uh, but mm-hmm. they were now paying uh, you know a subscription for a monthly basis and the best part was that it was just not health insurance they were able to actually uh, you know utilize the service that we were paying for and not just wait for someone to get hospitalized so i think that really helped uh, and worked in our favor uh, obviously some of the other challenges uh, that we faced was the you know uh, building the team uh, we remember that uh, in march on march 18th or 19th when we kind of said i think we should go for you know a self lockdown we were a team of about uh, 18 people and then uh, i think mm-hmm. uh, possibly a few months back we, we were a team of 150 people so that journey from 18 to building a team of 150 people in uh, in a, in a lockdown uh, has been challenging right. i i think uh, you know uh, and getting people to be aligned to the vision uh, making sure that everyone is mm-hmm. uh, motivated everyone has uh, you know the right uh, you know the, the right tools and the right uh, you know Uh, resources right obviously uh, all of this was new for any one of us uh, irrespective of whether we worked or not worked in the in, in our previous uh, in avatars but this was all new so yes i think that that was definitely a challenge of creating a you know passionate team and keeping them motivated all throughout the lockdown understood so how difficult or easy was it to scale up during this kind of a period so like your entire team like from 18 to 150 i would say almost 80% of that was built virtually right everything was virtual your yes. meeting was virtual so how was that situation handled many startups have struggled to scale up and they are still mentally an 18 people team but they have 150 people working for the organization and that is where the disparity lies <laughs> yeah i think i think uh, you know one thing that comes naturally to uh, you know both yogeshan is that uh, we've never considered ourselves as you know uh, entitled founders or you know uh, whatever those titles are we have always considered ourselves as uh, employees first because we've always been employees all our life right so we always consider ourselves as employees we always consider ourselves as uh, any joke about us is that we are the chief janitor officers of the company jahan pe bhi kuch kisi ko problem ho raha hai wo humko you know we have to clean that up so i think uh, you know one was that uh, the ability to kind of you know uh, think in this way uh, helped us to kind of you know keep the people motivated it was never uh, it was never about you know uh, 
being a founder and then you know running the show it was always being a colleague and running a show right uh, mm-hmm. to the extent that we have started now building a culture where we stop people from calling people resources we tell yaar at least team members don't call people resources right let's call them team members let's call them colleagues and i think setting that culture helped us to kind of you know keep people uh, motivated uh, being always available right uh, uh, over communication right uh, i think those are some of the things that helped us obviously apart from that uh, you know uh, doing small small uh, sessions with the people uh doing mm-hmm. inductions uh doing personal inductions right uh, uh you know help us to kind of uh, you know get to know people better uh we we've uh, as in a small small thing like you know just making sure that we ask everyone how they are doing during the lockdown right uh, small initiatives right and this is nothing uh, there's nothing uh, rocket science in this but that made people feel that yes you know uh, they are not missing our water cooler conversations right uh giving a call to people and saying yeah uh, you know let's not talk about business what's happening in life right what's happening at home right um, i think those kind of conversations helped us to uh, just not uh, feel very remote with each other uh, ability to kind of you know uh, you know connect with people at on a personal level helped us to make sure that people knew that this is just not a transaction based relationship that they are having with the company but the company kind of cares for them Right, right. That's that's very right thing to do, Kul, and I think uh, all of us needed that kind of support in COVID. But uh, we're talking about uh, retention, uh, employee retention, and all. I think uh, SMEs in India face a lot of challenge uh, when it comes to employee retention, and the line of business that you are into, which is uh, more of a health and wellness subscription. Uh, I think uh, that kind of plays an important role uh, when it comes to the. employee retention or just employee welfare in in general right so what are your views on um, on, on that you know how how does how what role uh, does a health and wellness uh, com- uh, you know initiative in a particular sme has to uh, that, that has to play for employee uh, welfare of their company right uh, you know very good questions are uh, you know smes especially when they have to attract uh, you know talent or even retain talent right uh, is a fairly difficult task sometimes because uh, uh, think about it this way that you know uh, smes which have a lot of blue collar workforce right um now the blue collar workforce or the gig workforce right has so many more opportunities to kind of you know become a part of platforms mm-hmm. right so right from delivery from right from delivering uh, you know groceries to uh, delivering food uh, right so a lot of those uh, a lot of those uh, people are kind of you know will make a shift for the smallest of uh, increment in their uh, pay because you know uh, that's that's what matters to them uh, we've seen examples of restaurants where uh, the servers have joined food tech delivery company saying sir meko wahan pe uh, you know uh, benefits mil rahe karke right uh, and that's exactly uh, you know uh, that's exactly the opportunity that we saw is that that this kind of a retention problem right because uh, larger platforms larger companies are able to give benefits right and see the pay is something that today um, you know every uh, employer is ready to match right uh, every employer is ready to match the pay but what they are not able to match are the perks and benefits that come with say a larger platform a larger company right and i think that's where you know health and wellness benefits right from providing it not only for themselves uh, uh, but to their staff to 
you know their family members right is something that uh, has really helped people to kind of say that hey is some is the next platform or is the next person giving you all these benefits or not right and i think that's where uh, you know health and wellness especially post covid right has really become a big factor where people have been able to retain uh, employees because of the kind of you know uh, benefits that they are now able to provide uh, on the white collar side or uh, you know when we spoke to certain uh, proprietors business owners uh, what we realized is that there's always this whole um, you know uh, challenge to get the right talent on board right because they are happy to spend money because they have the money to spend but people are not ready to switch the boat because they're saying hey if i come to your uh, company right while you're paying me the salary but what about my benefits right and benefits have become a very big part of you know irrespective of the size of the organization benefits have become a big part of uh, your overall compensation uh, package right and i think that's where uh, you know attracting the right talent from large companies right benefits plays a very important role saying that listen we are not only taking care of you uh, on your compensation side but even on your benefit side we have the best plans available and that's where we feel that uh, you know health and wellness benefits in fact are more required by uh, you know smaller businesses uh, because they because then they can kind of get the right talent and only the right talent will drive the uh, success of a company that makes complete sense and uh, while you're talking about your model uh, of what we understand it's largely a subscription based uh, model right which is uh, not very often seen in insurance it's a one time premium that we pay uh, so what what are your views on uh, you know just in general how how has it helped uh, for you to switch into the subscription model and what does in general the landscape of india look like when it comes to subscription um insurance model right because of what we are seeing of late um, people like you know subscription models like netflix spotify and all of those are uh, kind of struggling in india but, but when it comes to insurance it's more on the positive side i assume so uh, maybe maybe a little uh, your views on the landscape when it comes to insurance subscriptions in india so so um, you know uh, from a subscription perspective right india has always been a, a sachet economy right everyone loves to kind of you know by uh, no one wants to kind of you know commit over commit or you know commit for a long term perspective right uh, and i think that's where and especially on the sme side right where they are already um, you know having a huge uh, cost of working capital right um, there if you ask someone to kind of you know shell out um, you know a lakh a lakh and a half rupees upfront Right, they are always going to think twice about it because one, it is not affordable; two, that it is not contextually built for them, right? And three, uh, that even after spending this money, right, they are not sure of the kind of service quality that uh, they will be delivered, because you know uh, there has been a subpar experience for many people when it comes to claims. And I think um, you know that's where we wanted to kind of you know play a very active role. saying that hey you know when we are building for these smes right we want to build a subscription model and the subscription model should not only be health insurance but all of these services together because you know there is a sense of return on investment for them right see all of us if you see have always grown up on uh, you know those endowment plans of lic uh, and other companies where we have been told that you know after a certain age you'll get the money back right and uh, and smes also want to see that you know if i'm spending what am i getting out of it 
right yes. it's just not a tick mark for them and for onshorety today also right 85% of our business uh, is what we call as to new to health right so these are people who are actually purchasing health benefits for the first time right mm-hmm. so there's a there's a there's a there's a large amount of awareness that we are creating there's a large aware, amount of uh, you know hand holding that we are doing today for these SME saying that listen don't think about it in silos of just health insurance or just in the silos of you know uh, getting some kind of an opd treatment think about it as an overall thing and then you start seeing how it starts impacting your employees and that's how you know uh, we've seen that subscription makes a lot of sense because it gives them the comfort that you know what if today i'm not happy with it i can stop it after 6 months right mm-hmm. i'm not committed to a, a, a long term uh, expense right now right and i think mm-hmm. that 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 approach in fact has led us that where we've uh, you know retained close to about 90% of our uh, customers since our launch in july of 2020 right so the most of the people who are working with uh, you know who are who are uh, you know onboarded with onshorety for their health care, uh, health benefits plan continue to work because they at the back of the mind they know that you know what if i'm not happy i will switch it off right and and that's what keeps us also on our toes saying that listen we need to keep giving you know a great customer experience and if we don't do that we know that people will start you know stopping this so i think that has worked for both the ways uh, for both on charity and its uh, you know uh, customers that's great in fact you know uh, i think my first health insurance in, uh, my first health insurance was through on charity in my previous organization <laughs> that's that's amazing you know uh, whenever we you know hear something like this uh, so yeah uh, you know yeah it, it sounds damn cool for us whenever we talk to you know customers also so yeah great 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 so yeah, i i vividly remember uh, like i was working with abhishant earlier and uh, we were like <clears throat> evaluating multiple platforms kahan se kaise karna hai and all of that i think pankaj was doing that for us and at one point of time he is like ki yani we are going ahead with onshorety they have like the easiest uh, possible policy of payment and all of that and since we were like a five people organization it was it really made sense for us right because getting a group insurance otherwise was a really pain for us because before pankaj started it i was also looking at uh, getting a group insurance for us for almost 6 months or kuch samajh nahi aa raha tha kaise kya karna hai and uh, like then pankaj i think uh, reached out to you personally if i'm not wrong or someone Correct. from the team and then uh, एसेंशली नहीं यार ये करते हैं सही लग रहा है बेनिफिट्स वगैरह सब हैं इट्स अ मंथली पीस सो वी वेंट अहेड एंड आई थिंक दैट वाज लाइक द वी आई गॉट माय फर्स्ट इंश्योरेंस पॉलिसी या सो सो जस्ट वांट टू ऐड वन थिंग आउट हियर दैट दैट्स एग्जैक्टली व्हाट वी वांटेड टू डू राइट वाज दैट वी हैव एक्चुअली क्रिएटेड अ सेल्फ सर्विस प्लेटफार्म सो यू नो इवन कॉर्पोरेट्स टुडे टेक अबाउट 60 डेज टू यू नो बाय देयर हेल्थ बेनिफिट्स राइट uh mm-hmm. we have empowered or enabled uh, smes to kind of you know take control of this entire thing you can actually buy uh, your health benefits just like you would buy an ott subscription right on exactly. uh, the onshorety platform without talking to anyone just click take your plan make your mm-hmm. uh, you know give your uh, monthly mandate and that's about it so we moved a 60 day journey to what 2 uh, to 5 minutes uh, journey at onshorety So definitely and the user experience that you guys have built i'm talking about my experience from like almost 8 9 months back or probably almost a year back like uh, like when i got my insurance policy i like i had my parents thought as well so i like told them to download the app on their phone and it was like very easy for them also to see ha see we are also seeing the policy kya covered hai kya nahi everything was there on the app there was no gray areas and i think that's a beautiful thing that you guys have done 
like even other platforms i have seen they don't have that mobile application and that uh, what do you say user friendliness from what i've seen like you have yeah. to navigate through a lot of uh, menus and all of that so that's that's pretty great as well thank you so uh, moving to the insurance landscape right uh, currently what percentage of smes do you think like when you look at the majority of the landscape i think the majority of the land, uh, employers in tier 2 tier 3 cities would be smes right so yeah. when you look at that landscape what kind of uh, what kind of percentages are you looking at when you say that what kind of sme employees would be uh, insured so um, you know from whatever studies that we have seen and you know when we have spoken to people in our or you know in our own capacity i think mm-hmm. some of the numbers that corroborated was that um, and see from statistics if you go at an india level right um you have obviously uh, uh the bottom of the pyramid which is covered by the ayushman bharat scheme which is about 550 odd million indians um then you have the top 115 million professionals who are or hnis right who are covered either through the company or <clears throat> uh via their uh, own retail health insurance plans right but there is this huge chunk of 655 million people sitting in the middle right mm-hmm. and we call it india's missing middle when it, especially when it comes to healthcare Right, yeah. then these six fifty five million people who are there, and in their household, at least someone other the who's working is associated with the SME uh, businesses of India, right? Which is about mm-hmm. a workforce of about three thirty million people. Um, out of these three thirty million people, we've we've uh, seen that only five percent of them have um, you know health insurance or health benefits, uh, and uh, you know ninety five percent of them. uh have either have either uh, aspired to buy but have failed or um, you know don't even know that some uh, you know that they can also actually give health benefits to their employees right um uh, here most of the time uh, people are actually uh, facing two kind of issues uh, at the employer level they need to keep giving out loans right on medical loans and uh, that's and that's the like that's they have solution to it of giving medical loans and not knowing whether that loan will be uh, repaid or not and places where the employer cannot afford to give a medical loan uh, the employee uh, goes ahead and takes uh, you know a very high uh, interest rate personal loan right which is you uh, all of us know in this room that you know it would be anywhere in the range of about 20 to 25% and believe me yeah. someone who takes a 20 to 25% loan right is going to take a very long time to kind of repay that kind of a loan and especially uh you know health uh, expenses right which can in in covid which has gone up to about 3 to 4 lakh rupees right is very difficult to kind of uh, pay off when you take such kind of loans and mm. uh, hence and i think and hence uh you know this is a fairly fairly under uh, served market right that uh, no one has been uh, you know uh, looking at uh, and if they have been looking at it also but it's been a very very myopic view of saying uh, and today uh, by the way uh while when we talk about smes uh, we obviously talk about startups but startups are only 20 to 25% of our portfolio we actually go behind those core smes right and uh, we are serving them so obviously startups sometimes you know have the luxury to get you know the products that they want but uh, these smes right uh, which is possibly a person who's running a ca firm which has only about 10 employees right or someone running a small karkhana right a manufacturing unit which has about 20 people right uh none of these people have any sort of uh you know solution available for them and that's uh you know the 95% of the people who have zero access to health benefits or health insurance 
Understood. So I think what you or what essentially you are saying is that there's a huge gap where these people are not insured. But uh, how do you uh, uh, like these kind of SMEs, CA firms, and all of that? How do you essentially plan to GTM over there? Like how do you discover these guys? How do you uh, try and actually tell them that yeah, this is what you should do? Because let's say out of ten employees of a CA firm, uh, maybe six or seven are trainees, right? So my dad owns a CS firm, and uh, he has around twelve employees in his office. Out of which maybe seven are uh, trainees and three, four are the full-time employee. So how would right. you talk to that kind of a person and like what would be your approach? Like first discovery and then actually making them understand that you should do this. Right. So uh, you know, first of all, uh, this is one of the advantages um, that we provide to our customers is that uh, hmm. see in 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 the market alternatives or you know standalone. Uh, insurance products you only go ahead and enroll uh, employer you know full time employees right uh, yes. but in 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 at onshorty we wanted to create a you know and you know when i said comprehensive solution right it was comprehensive not only from a health benefits perspective but also from a uh, you know employment uh, perspective so we don't discriminate in terms of the type of employees you have right okay. uh, in fact uh, To quote an example, and I think that's it's, it's, it's public knowledge that you know Ankur Variko was once looking at a solution for all his interns, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ankur would have seen the entire. I think everyone would have presented themselves to Ankur. Let me put it that way. Then Ankur yeah. going out and you know checking uh, the solution. I think everyone would have presented to Ankur, but mm-hmm. the kind of flexibility that we were able to give, right? Uh, because uh, no one was ready to cover interns at that point of time, and we were able to kind of you know. provide that uh, benefit uh, saying that listen irrespective right people are still contributing to the company's growth right so then why should benefits only be given because you are a full time employee and or uh, and and, uh, and a contractor right so from that perspective first of all we provide these benefits to everyone right and that becomes a very big plus point for any organization saying that okay you know what no one is feeling bad in that small organization see small organizations are like work families right uh, there is always those uh, people who are you know who are so loyal to you have always been there with you you can't say ke nahi yaar aapko nahi milega or you know you will not get it and you will get it because you are full time employee or because you are contractor right it doesn't feel right so a lot of times people just shy away from giving something because they are like we can't give it to everyone then how do we you know then how do we kind of cope up those kind of things and that's where we wanted to kind of you know uh, provide a full uh, full uh, stack solution uh, mm-hmm. for all type of employments from a uh, from a gtm perspective uh, you know one of the thing that has really worked for us is our partnerships right so for example uh, we have partnered with visa today right where we are kind of you know approaching close to about 4 million smes through their own network right we've uh, mm-hmm. partnered with folks like uh, say bsc india right where on their sme platform right where smes are getting listed right we are trying to reach out to those smes and making sure that they get these kind of benefits so partnerships uh, has been uh, you know uh, a big uh, plus for us uh, which has helped us to kind of you know go to a larger market and uh, you know approach uh, smes to these kind of partnerships so that has definitely been one of that um, second is that uh, you know there are certain verticals that we have you know realized that have a uh, you know a a huge need for uh, products uh, like this for example uh, the uh, from real estate to uh, you know advertising agencies uh, to ca firms right where there is already you know some amount of knowledge but they 
we don't have uh, the wherewithal to get a product like this. So we've identified certain verticals. And the last one that has really worked for us, and I mentioned earlier, was the referral part of it, right? Uh, today, 20%, almost 20% of the business for us comes through referrals, right? Where people are happy and they are kind of, you know, saying that, hey, you know what, why don't you talk to this friend of mine? He also runs his own business. Mm-hmm. Why don't you please pitch to him, right? So I think, um, you know, um, these have been our, uh, uh, you know, go-to-market, uh, you know, uh, approaches uh, to ensure that, uh, you know, one SME at a time, but, uh, you know, uh, trying to kind of get, um, you know, on surety to them. And today we work with close to about 2,000 plus businesses and have about uh, you know, 250,000 members on our platform. That's amazing, Colin. Uh, just, just some. Uh, I, I have a two-part closing question for you. One is, uh, what is your uh, holistic vision when it comes to insurance? So, where do you plan on going uh, from where you are here? As you rightly mentioned, you're in a scaling mode, and um, you know things things start getting exciting again once once you're at the scaling mode. So, where, where do you exactly plan going after this? And uh, second is um, where do you see the SME uh, insurance gap right now in India, and how long are we from kind of uh, getting there where there's just right amount of insurance in the SME sector? So, I think. Uh... I think, you know, your question kind of ties in for us uh, in both the phases, right? That one is that uh, uh, from a, a on surety perspective, uh, what we're doing next is that uh, we've always been, uh, you know, uh, focusing ourselves as a consumer experience company, right? And I think that's where we're building more and more uh, capabilities and technology, right? Uh, so, beta claims experience where, you know, you can actually... Uh, get your entire claims management done on our app to making sure that, you know, right from, uh, you know, recommendations of, uh, um, you know, hospitals, right, which are the ones which are nearest to you, which are the ones which have got uh, good ratings, right? We are kind of focusing uh, a lot on the claims, uh, uh, you know, the claims journey part of it at Onshority, making sure that at the end of the day, consumer experience is not, uh, you know, hampered. And uh, especially at a time when you really need the product the most, uh, you know, you are able to uh, drive that kind of consumer experience. The second thing that we are really focusing on is uh, the entire preventive care and chronic care. Uh, So we've realized that there are no products available today, which uh, will kind of holistically look at, uh, you know, these kind of, uh, you know, uh, gaps, right? So right from driving a holistic fitness a solution by partnering with uh, companies to drive, say, right from an AI-driven coaching to, uh, you know, uh, fitness solutions where, you know, you're tying up with gym, gyms and everyone, right? Putting all of that together in one uh, single membership is something that we're kind of, you know, uh, doing at this point of time. So making the entire product more holistic, right? And creating more use cases on the health and wellness side of it also, right? And the last piece that we want to really focus on is on the OPD part of it, because there are no solutions again for that. And that's where, uh, you know, where all of us, like, you know, all of us in this room also are kind of spending our money, right? Right from consultations to, you know, diagnostics, right? And we are creating products on that, making sure that the out-of-pocket expenses reduce uh, for, uh, you know, these employees and their family. So that continues to remain a focus area. And, you know, investing a lot on the technology side, because without technology, we believe that we will never be able to achieve scale uh, in, in, in a market like SMEs, which is fairly fragmented. 
and also a market which is you know completely uh, new to health and hence uh, to even distribute these products we will require a very uh, strong uh, technology uh, backbone so you know that's what we are kind of focusing on at onchority and to your second piece i think um, you know there are uh, uh, multiple products that smes require today uh, but uh, they don't have uh, a place on where they can purchase these kind of products right uh, especially on the insurance side uh, where you know small uh, liability products uh, you know shop insurance and some of these products are come, are not available to them we see that there is a gap in this market but uh, we realize that you know as a company uh, you know we can we, we should be kind of focusing on one problem statement go into the depth of that so uh, hopefully we will create uh, you know products for them on some of these aspects also uh, uh, but not right now uh, possibly in the future and you know bundle these products as a single offering to our uh, sme uh, partners and customers that's amazing colin um i think we're uh, with that we're pretty much uh, done it was an amazing uh, time talking to you uh, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast colin thank you so much for having me i really enjoyed the conversation too